Welcome to You're Making It Worse. We're here, we're queer, who cares? I'm Elliot Glazer. And I'm Brent Sullivan. And I'm H. Allen Scott. Textual Healing. Brent, this one's going to uh, hit home for you, I think, real hard. Uh-huh. A real uh, a real potential game changer for you. Because uh, it's about Chick-fil-A. Mm. That's right. So Cynthia, <laughs> Cynthia Newman was... Uh, Not Nixon. I literally first read this as Cynthia Nixon, and I was like, she lost the governor's race, and now she works at Ryder University. Oh, no. <laughs> no, this woman, Cynthia Nixon, who was the dean of the Newman. college... You just of- said Cynthia Nixon. <gasps> oh, shit. <laughs> Cynthia Newman. Excuse me. Yeah. So she's this dean Miranda. of the New Jersey college and (laughs) Ryder University in Jersey right she stepped down from her role because she felt quote feelings of personal attack in protest she she stepped down in protest after the school decided to not allow Chick-fil-a on campus what was her role she she was was the dean of dean of the college of business administration so she's but she stayed on as faculty yes she's just not the dean dean. which I don't understand well she probably is a professor she she probably has tenure tenure there and so she's on faculty still. She still gets paid. She'll still write and work. Yeah, she's at the not university. so principled that she'll give up her. But entire she's not salary. like management, uh, basically. Okay, so, so so to be clear, yeah. this university said we don't want Chick Fil A on our university because of their, I guess, anti gay stance. LGBT. Are they still anti gay? Probably not. Well, that that's the. Well, we'll, we'll that, get to yeah, that. We'll get to that. that. But she, uh, in protest, because she sounds you know very conservative, decided to step down from her role as dean. Right. Uh, so the so idea is that she, she, the idea, and it's a little bit long-winded, is that Chick Fil A was potentially going to go, it was going to open a spot on campus, yeah. knowing that they have anti-LGBTQ policies. The com- the university right. balked. But, right. And her response is that <laughs> she's offended. She's appalled. That, appalled <laughs> that gay people might feel. In, that they might feel that it was an insensitive move to have Chick Fil A around, which. I think it makes sense, but but to Alan's point, do, are they still I mean, practicing homophobic? Care. We still, uh, qua- the, I'm sure half the kids are wearing Urban Outfitters shit, and that's a yeah, Christian company. Right, like, right. it's I, I think this whole. So I wanted to have a discussion uh, about this uh, because I think we can settle it once and for all on this podcast. Oh, are you allowed to go to Chick Fil A? Because I've always voted. Now for the last couple of years, I've been firmly uh, on the side of yes, you can. Because there are shitty people at shitty companies everywhere in the world. Yeah. And with that said, and we can get to this later, I think Chick-fil-A is overrated. Oh, And yeah. we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Ellen, what do you think? I mean, okay. So, like, I often make decisions on where I'll eat based on if they serve Coke or not. And if I hear sure. that a place like Taco Bell doesn't serve Coke, I'm like, I'm not going there. And it's not like it's a moral thing. It's just like I just have a personal stance <laughs> that I Pepsi. won't yeah. that I won't do that. I, and so see, I love Pepsi. I, love I that oh, too. no, I can't. I can't. I it's I, Coke or die. Dr Pepper. I, can't. I love, but that's Coke. Well, will, will you go to Chick Fil A even it, if, if let's say they do have Coke? I'm, I I believe Chick Fil A does have Coke. Okay. Um, because my mom goes there and she's like me, uh, <laughs> that she only drinks Coke. So, 
I don't know. I mean, I've heard. I don't really eat Chick Fil A. I don't. I can't even remember the last time I've had it. But I've heard it's overrated. So, and I also mm, I love I love KFC original recipe. And you know what? Also, Carl's Jr.'s crispy chicken tenders are delicious. I had them last night. Yes, this is true. By the way, yeah. I haven't had them, but I've heard lore. They're delicious. That Carl's Jr. has some They're of the crispy, best fried easily chicken terrible. in the industry. My ex boyfriend texted me once to let me know that. The chick, the chicken uh, tenders at Carl's Jr. were out of this world. <laughs> they are. So I'm they hoping are. that Carl is not homophobic. But uh, uh, so you say basically you're not sure. I mean, I I think there is a difference. You're right that there are. To be all serious about it, there are shitty people who work at companies across the world. Yes. yes. However, there aren't as many. I mean, maybe there are, but. This was a particular problem with the owner That's of Chick Fil A and their and, political donations and their political donations, right. and it's. I think it's different when a company like Target, for example, which is a major conglomerate that has very LGBT friendly, and they have a political. This was a couple years ago, but they had a political action committee where they did give to Republican candidates and to Democratic candidates, and some of the Republican candidates were anti-gay, right. and there was this big protest that we should uh, stop going to Target, right, right. and it's like yeah, no thanks. That I don't understand, mm. but if it's the owners. Saying stuff and de- giving donations and being really homophobic, then I think you might have an argument. D- no doubt, no doubt. And I, 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 needless to say, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call someone who doesn't go there a fool. But I, I think I'm coming from the place of we've won this first round yeah. in the gay rights movement. Uh, hopefully, we won't recede, but that's yet to be determined. But for right now. You know, I, I, I do think we're winning public opinion and, and we're winning, you know, obviously in, in courts and, and so forth and winning winning over uh, hearts and minds. Yeah. Uh, so with that said, I that's why I don't think it's that big of a deal. I've right heard now, their mayonnaise like, is good. <laughs> I've had Chick-fil-A um, and it was bought for, for me. I wasn't oh, at this, I didn't go. Show, yeah. yeah. And it was delicious. It was del- it was. What made do you it know delicious? why it was delicious? Because it was bought for you. Yeah. Right. That's true. No, it Things was, are better when they're free. It mm-hmm. was it was really, really like really. I wasn't going to even eat it. Just again, it's I'm not somebody who's like that staunchly so principled, right? yeah, principled about it per se. But I. I when I see Chick Fil A on um, Melrose or whatever, I, I there is a, a tinge of uh, disgust just from remembering how staunchly anti-gay well, they yeah, were they're charitable. and how it became such a like. Remember, it really unlike anything else, it really was they were so virulently staunch in their um, in their yeah, anti-gay policies. Down. But then yeah. on top of it, there were lo- like record lines of people who were like basically saying "fuck you" to. To the gay community and getting chick going out of their way to get Chick Fil A, which is such a vi- violently mean thing but, to I mean, do. The con- uh, this I mean, I have to give some background yeah, yeah, on Chick Fil A here, just because I think it's you did good work and it's interesting. Um, the Chick Fil A's organ- charitable organization, the Wind Shape Foundation, donated over three point one million dollars between two thousand three and two thousand nine to anti LGBTQ groups like Focus on the Family, James. Dodson. Sure. Um, I mean, groups that that I mean, Dodson, Dobson, Dodson, Dobson, Dobson has gone out of his way to compare gay people to having sex with animals and to I mean, yeah. going down a disgusting road. Yeah. And the fact that He's any ta- corporation would align themselves with someone like that. I mean, even the most conservative organizations probably wouldn't even go that far. Yeah. I And, the, and then uh, they also like promised. I know it was. I think his name is Dan Cathy, which I still find very funny, the CEO of Chick-fil-A or whatever. But he promised to stop supporting anti-LGBTQ organizations. And then in 2015, their tax filings showed that they donated $1.4 million to anti-LGBTQ groups, including a youth group that believes child abuse causes homosexuality. So, yeah. you know, even I think, if they I do— I think my childhood abuse made me more gay. 
That's fair. That's fair. Sure. But that, for me, to, to, to step back into what we're talking about, it is just, it's so, you know, to, to have this, like, larger conversation is so important, I think. And then to see this woman, Cynthia Newman, not Nixon, she says, I feel like I, I felt like I had been punched in the stomach when I read that statement because I'm a very committed Christian. I felt it very personally. The statement she was talking about was that the university president said Chick-fil-A was removed as one of the options based on the company's record widely perceived to be in opposition to the LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. Something very simple, very and benign. Also and in very... opposition to the to the school's anti-discrimination policy. Exactly. So for her, it's just so <clears throat> gross to me that this woman not only feel, uses this to say she feels attacked, but then says, says, I'm going to step down from my position, but also stay so I can keep sure. making yeah. money. So I can, yeah, it, it's definitely ridiculous. I, I actually, a couple weekends ago, I looked up, remember Jesus Camp? Remember that movie? Mm, yeah, yeah. Oh, so I looked scary. up a bunch of those kids. Obviously, they were kids in the movie. Now they're adults uh, on Facebook just to see what they're like now. Yeah. Um, and it was it was actually fun because I remember that movie was a liberal terrifying nightmare. Terrifying. Movie. It was a documentary that came along. It was about evangelical children. I think it came out in 05, which yeah. is like the you know the the meat of the Bush years. Yeah, yeah. Just one based on gay marriage. All this all this shit. And I had friends who were so scared of that movie. They were like, mm. "This is these are the next Supreme Court justices and all this shit." <clears throat> well, a bunch of the kids are agnostic. Yeah. Uh, some of them are very conservative, as yeah. you can tell. Uh, but they they they're very conservative in that they not just politically, but also they had a big family and they stayed around Missouri. Right. And they're, they're certainly not on the trajectory to be a Supreme Court justice. Uh, but I, and I, weirdly enough, I'm st- I actually find a couple of the conservative ones kind of charming mm. <laughs> <laughs> because they find Jesus in everything. Like yeah. this one, this one, dude, the main the main dude uh, from the from the movie, he's an adult. And uh, he also does seem like the kind of like religious person that doesn't hate people. I I can't speak for him, but like mm-hmm. he doesn't he doesn't seem to condemn anyone on his fade page. But he was playing basketball and he like twisted his ankle, and he was like, "God, how do I get better?" And then just talked about how like like a minute later, like he was feeling better, and he was like, "That's God. That's the hand of God." And he was like, "What a fucking that great life that me. would be." If that I happened could to do me that. in Israel. I was online at security, and this woman was just talking to me. I had Star David necklace on. I have it now, and and she was talking to me about why Jews don't like Jesus and all these things. And then uh, she said that she saw Jesus in the lobby of her hotel <laughs> in Israel, in Jerusalem, and that she then said, "And you know." He's white. I know it's the Middle East, but he's white. (laughs) And I was appalled, and then I asked, did he drink Coke? And what'd she say? (laughs) Yes, only (laughs) the good people drink Coke. (laughs) Not even joking. We're here with Sydney Washington visiting from New York City. New York City! (laughs) The Big Apple! Sydney's a comedian, a podcaster. You do Unofficial Expert mm-hmm. with Marie Faustin. Yes. Is that how she says it? Faustin, but I like Faustin. the way you say it. Yeah, you well, said it very yeah. French. Mm-hmm. Yes, Faustin, yes. And she's Haitian, and oh. she yes. can speak a little bit of French and Creole, so, oh, yeah. excuse me. Or Patois, or whatever oh. she does, yeah. Well, welcome Fun. to Los Angeles. Yay! Thank you for doing Patois. the show. That sounds like a v- intimate underwear. What? Patois? Patois. Patois. Or I could be talking about my Gucci. Hey! hey. You like my Patois? <laughs> you smell of my <laughs> Jesus. I love, uh, we, I have a friend who's, who calls it a Putinesco, which I think is hilarious. A vagina? A Putinesco, yeah. A Putinesco? Is your friend male or female? Male. Okay. Oh. Yes, your former Extra. roommate. Yeah. I always uh, call the clit the little man in the boat. 
Ooh, <laughs> you know? never even thought that about that. Yeah, sense. yeah. Sydney, what sense. nicknames do you? Ha- no, we don't have to. No, okay. don't have to do that. <laughs> um, let's see. Well, you're here. Yes, you, you live in New York, though. I do. Are you from here, or where are you from? Wait. I was. Oh, God. I was born in New York to get the street cred. Yes. And then two, I was two years old, came to Oakland to have a childhood. You know, oh. big wheel, oh, yes. backyards, yeah. yes. got to climb trees and whatnot. Yeah. And then I moved back to New York when I was 13. Now, I've oh. heard stories. My boyfriend's from Oakland. And mm-hmm. I've heard stories about, and you guys are probably around the same age. How old are you? None of your damn business. Oh, no. <laughs> how dare you? If you knew how young my boyfriend was, I don't you would give be, a damn about you your boyfriend. Would, you would love it. Hilarious. Okay, okay, okay. Hilarious. I am fifty. So. <laughs> you look good. You look yeah, good. No, yeah. by the way, by the way, no. I've, I've started well, lying about my age. He's universally. <laughs> yeah, but you've been doing that for years. That's true. Uh, uh, no, but he's like he's twenty-seven. Okay, now, and he. Oh, you have a young one. I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, look at and you. It's he, a little purse. It is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> but he said stories about Oakland in like the nineties. Yeah. And how it wasn't the best of no, places. It was not. But my area was super cute because it was like senior citizens oh. and just like everyone like mows the lawn yeah. and it's like a very family oriented neighborhood. So nice. I grew up here. Senior cute. citizen. Sounds hmm? fun. You had yeah, senior I mean, citizen. What are what are old people gonna do? I yeah. mean, I mean, except be racist. But yeah. it, besides that I think technically John Wayne Gacy was considered elderly when he was mm-hmm. arrested. Mm-hmm. But that's just one of millions. That's one of millions. Yeah. You're right. He's a serial killer? Yes. Okay. He, he put boys in basements. Wow. Brother. Shouldn't they you belong there? They belong I, there, no? You don't know John Wayne Gacy? I knew he was like a bad guy, but okay. I wasn't sure exactly what his... <laughs> He's not as into murder as we are. Yeah. I am mm, not. Are you yes. into murder? I am not. Are you into murder? And it's, and it's thriving well, they're, they're right like now. They're like true crime dudes. Oh, yeah. Because... Yeah. Uh-huh. You have nothing else going on, right? Yeah, nothing nothing <laughs> at all. When your life is very boring, you're like, who's dead? Yeah. Let's talk it about is, it. it is, Who died? Who's dead? It's so bizarre that during the Trump era, I read the news all day. I kind of like glance like through the slits in my fingers. Yeah. I read the news. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the day, I'm like, oh, I got to relax. Let me turn on a murder document. Yeah. Oh There's God. something the about way. it that like somehow soothes me. I well, feel like a lot. I'm bizarre Alan does that. We have, I have other friends who enjoy that. The, the lurid tales of... He, I think Alan loves very, unsolved mysteries. I think it's very indicative of how a comic works in that like a comic is always exploring why people do and say the things that they do. True. Yes. And I think true crime is not necessarily about the actual murder, but no. about what gets someone to do that. Mm-hmm. My good friend, Megan Gans, I'm going to name drop. Okay, do it. On, on the podcast, but <laughs> she's, she's often asked me, she's like, what do you think it is about true crime that women love so much and a lot of gay men? Mm. I think that's like a big demographic. Can we talk about it? Yeah. Of course. Well, for women, it's like, Damn, I could have done that. That's what it is. It's just that women are like, I am capable of doing that. Of killing but someone or of being killed? killing someone, but uh. we don't. We have the power to because we are very calculated and we think ahead and sure. we're always about the future and we're just like, damn, I, I could have done that and and I don't and I'm a good person for it. Yeah, I think watching these documentaries remind me that like, wow, I'm really doing the Lord's work by just being like nice, <laughs> not a murderer, not yeah. a murderer. You know. Well, also a lot of like true crime stuff revolves around what we do to women. Like, I mean, yes! the, the majority of murders in this country are of men killing women. Yes. And it's their because girlfriends, their men spouses, can't their evolve. Exes, yeah. they're, they're terrified of society. They're terrified of feminism. They're terrified of getting out of any sort of norm that they're in. And mm-hmm. so they murder. And it's, I think, 
for I'm not a woman, obviously, but I know that like the draw must be what we do to women and why we're doing it, you know? But it's not like I watch these documentaries and I'm like, ooh, let me not mess things up. It's not like I'm taking uh, notes and saying Mm -hmm. like, well, if I don't do this, I'm not going to get murdered because anything can fucking happen in America. I I, I think it is partly preparation. Yes. Because I'm... I'm the kind of guy I think everyone wants to murder me. Wait, prep preparation? Yeah. You're watching murder documentaries so you know how it happens. Oh. And so you're like, I know now I know oh, I'm what kind of people murder. to avoid and what kind of scenarios to avoid. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying literally you're you're consciously thinking like, oh, and let me prepare. Right. But I think deep down you're saying, let me absorb all the information well, I can as, so it never as happens. As a New Yorker and Sydney, I don't know if you can speak to this, but I remember very distinctly like the times when I mean, I guess it, I guess it would still it still is kind of like this now, but not as much as it was in the eighties and nineties. But you'd have to walk around with like a key in your in between your Over fingers. Time. Oh hell yeah! The like, key, the yeah. mace. Uh, it's it was you had to be prepared for actual like uh, assault at all times, which which I think has not really probably change for everybody especially women it's probably always it's always a nightmare for women no but. people are real lax you people think? are lax yeah. like like seven years ago I remember when I was an alcoholic and I was sucking dick um, I was a different person I've changed <laughs> but I was wasted and I fell out of the cab in front of my building and I I live in I lived in Harlem, uh-huh. and at the time, Harlem was gentrified, but still some shit was going down. Yeah. There was like a methadone clinic yeah. like three blocks away. Mm-hmm. I laid outside at like, I don't know, 4.30 in the morning for an hour. Just yeah. laid out on the ground. I had a skirt, legs wide open. Yeah. Nobody bothered me. I think like two dudes walked over me, and they were like, ooh, the crackheads are getting real cute. In the neighborhood, wow. and that's it. Like, yeah. n- like wow. nobody robbed me, nobody raped me. What what time of year was it? Just I'm thinking of weather. Probably <laughs> was, not this, January. No, right? <laughs> it was summertime. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> it was summertime, but I was like, that was a thing to put on like a Craigslist listing. Like, hey, lay down on the floor. <laughs> nobody raped or robbed yeah, yeah, yeah. me. Right. Do I remember it. sometimes being scared in New York, though. I I there was I lived in the East Village, which you'd think would be like bougie, but was not at all in my mm-hmm. situation. I remember this. And, uh, yeah, and I was leaving um, Boiler Room, which is a bar Ooh, on East yes. 4th and 2nd um, Avenue. I know Avenue. where that is. Yeah. Yep. And I lived on East 4th and Avenue D. And so I would always walk home late at night from Boiler Room. D. And I was looking. I, it's true. Yeah, I, no, I just I mean, always forget it exists. It's so far east. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's, it's where I lived. Yeah. And I was walking home and I, I these kids, it was literally a group of kids. That, it had to be like eight or nine of them. And they were like screaming faggot and like. No. Like, but they would always stay like 10 feet behind me. You know what I mean? But yeah, they were like this. taunting me. And then I got to my door and my building always jammed with the key and I of couldn't course. open the door and the kids were all like surrounding me. And it was one of those moments where I was like, I am a like minority in this situation, mm-hmm. and I could be hurt here, even though these are children. Like yeah. I, could I hate be teenagers. Wait, wait, wait. Hurt. You mean awful. Teenagers, hate kids teenagers. Or you mean like ten-year-olds, kids, teenagers, yeah, teenagers, right? Teenagers. They were yeah, teenagers. Yeah, yeah. Teenagers are fucking terrifying. For some reason, I was, looking, I was wearing like pinstripe pants, though. I was looking particularly gay that day. Yes, I will your say fault. that. Look, Alan, Alan, we didn't doubt that you looked gay. That was not, <laughs> that was not our problem with the story. What, Sydney, what part of New York did you grow up in when you moved back from Oakland? Uh, I lived in Harlem, okay. and I lived in Harlem, Harlem. Like there was, mm. I. There were no white people in my neighborhood at all right. when I was when I was growing up. Right. It was oh. it was I had to go downtown if I wanted to see 
beige folks. Wow. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, it cha- I mean, obviously that's not the case now, but sure. I was definitely in... Neil Patrick Harris lives there Oh now. my God, I know. Well, the people were talking about Bill Co- Bill Clinton was in Harlem on oh, 124th right. at the time. Right. Yes, right. yes, yes. So right. actually there was, there was like one or two, but yeah, I was when New York was very sex in the city yeah. and like, it was a great I'm rolling, time. I'm not saying like amazing, I'm rolling face. my eyes. Oh, wait, why are you rolling your eyes? Because Tell me. Because when I got to NYU, it it was like it was in the throes of Sex in the City, and every girl and gay guy wanted to be like Carrie Bradshaw, and yeah. like everybody just wanted to be like. There's a lot of more, like vocal please. fry, yeah. a lot yeah. of like like boho scar. Everybody yeah. was doing it. I was like, gross. <laughs> yeah. You also, you all. If, if there's one thing, two things Elliot hates, it's uh, Sex in the City and Magnolia Bakery. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't hate Magnolia Bakery. I hate their cupcakes. Okay, the, the, I'm just low key. The bakery is uh, trash. It's mediocre. Their banana it's not pudding, pudding is good. Though. I thought it was better than crumbs, but banana we, pudding. We, we digress. Yeah, the well, you know what? At least great. crumbs gives crumbs. you like no, no. Crumbs lets you know like we we we're dusty. <laughs> it's called crumbs. Disgusting. Like yeah. it's like yeah. we're not the best. Crumbs, the bakery. crumbs was this bakery. Wait, hold on. Sorry, crumbs was this bakery. <laughs> This is really important. To I me. wouldn't even call it a they, bakery they branch. Make, yeah. They make the biggest cupcakes I've ever uh. seen. And the first year I lived in New York, like whatever, the office would get crumbs, cupcakes, you know, once once a month. And you walk out and they look incredible. I wouldn't even go that far. And, mm. <laughs> and it's, it's honestly, it's like eating styrofoam. It's disgusting. They were the, honestly, wow. the, some of the worst. I don't think I've ever had a crumbs. Pastries well, I've you're ever not had. missing anything. They're enormous, like. Uh, uh, he, he enormous like Frankenstein cupcakes. Yeah. They are disgusting. They are ugly. Billy's Bakery, though. <laughs> Billy's but, Bakery but rules. But hold on, hold on. It was for work. Cake. Yeah, it was. That's like the cupcake work, you yeah. bring to a work function. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's true. it's just to let very you know. True. Yeah, I'll work with you, but I'm not really trying to fuck with you like <laughs> I'm that. I'm gonna spend you know? my money on you. Yeah, okay. Wait, yeah. Can I ask you a question? I went through some of your Twitter, and I don't know if you were kidding. You said you haven't sucked a dick in six years. Is that true? Six fucking years. No way. It's beautiful. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Wait. Wait. Wait, 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 Everybody wait. step back. Brent, why are you so <laughs> enthralled and surprised? Like, what is the... But what? wait, that's the, that's like, I think that's that's great. I yeah. support you, but I think that's a little typical, right? No, I mean, typical, right? you date women? Yes. I'm in a full-blown yes. gay relationship. No. Yes. yes. So, this yes. isn't surprising to us. Oh, for yeah. some reason, I just assumed you were straight. I don't oh know why. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Let's talk. <laughs> Calm down. Calm down. Well, yeah, I for most of the my, you know, adult career, I... I've been hetero and dated dudes, but that was a phase. Like yeah. you can have a phase. It's it takes time to come out, and I feel like I came out too late because everybody was just like, okay, like as long as you don't ask for us, ask us for money. You can also you can do whatever suck you want. A dick and be a lesbian and identify as a lesbian. Mm. You can, you really can, <laughs> because it literally is like it's like pansexual. It's like yeah. that. It's are are we def- so just because we identify as gay does that mean then I can't date a trans man? It doesn't mean you can't. Uh, it means, you know what I mean? It doesn't right, mean right, you right, can't. Right. It means you're. Pr- Probably won't unless you consider yourself pansexual, I think. No, it doesn't at all. I mean, like, the biology (laughs) of of what people have only identifies the sexual organ in which they're having sex with, not Mm. how you identify. Honestly, I think you should only be putting dick in your mouth if you love it, okay? (laughs) You gotta love it. Let's stop Mm. doing these, like, half-ass, oh, I'm gonna put it in my mouth and then take... No! Well, in that case, I'm done, everyone. Ah. Are people doing that? (laughs) Yeah. I always, like, I put dicks in my mouth for intent. (laughs) See, wait, that's why you love wait, it. What, but what that's... is your intent? Yeah. <laughs> to put a dick in my mouth. 
Yeah, but so you like it. You well, like yes. You think it belongs there. But I don't there. think any. I, I didn't know people were actually putting dicks they in their mouth. They definitely are in their mouth. Oh, unless it's, it's called forced. marriage. Women, yeah, no, women who no, are married. I, I understand. Well, okay, yes, <laughs> but it's also like the women who are married are are heterosexual women who yeah. they married that dick. Yeah, no. but if they had a choice, if they oh, can, how dare no, you. hold on, hold on, hold on. If they can, if they had a choice to be married and not suck dick, yeah, okay. or be married and suck dick, more the women latter. be like, no, thank, no, thank you. you, I'm not, I don't want to put it in my mouth, I'm no, all set. Thank you, yeah, but they, why do they do it then? Marriage, their man, because you, it's marriage. I yeah, like, you yeah. have to meet in the middle. Compromise. Okay, it's not well. like it's not like it's hell, right? Yeah. It's like, uh, it's, it's might not be. Uh, <laughs> it's not a steadfast rule, but like, in I, I that's what I would think as well. Yeah. I, I guess that it's like. Yeah, I'll do that. Sure, sure, sure. I <laughs> and, love you. And, and, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, whatever sexuality is, whatever you want to label it, that's fine. But I'm just tired of people doing stuff that they don't really want to do. Yeah. If you're not good at it, listen, I can't play basketball. I'm not going to even pretend. I'm not even playing fantasy basketball or whatever. They do. I, I feel like you should only be doing things that you love after a certain age. You after 30, you shouldn't be putting s- dick in your mouth if you don't like yeah. it. Yeah. You and your girlfriend are so cute. Thank I, you. Did you. Was it an anniversary or? Yes. Birth. It was an anniversary. It was her birthday. How long have you been together? Um, almost five years. Wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. Such a pretty, such a cute. Wait, why didn't couple. why didn't I assume that meant you were a lesbian? Oh. I don't know why. Now I feel kind of bad. Well, because, because you're a man. <laughs> no, because I was I was being funny about yeah, yeah. like International Women's Day because it's like, yay, we're on Twitter, just like uplifting women, but it's also like we got to make fun of this shit. It's yeah. stupid. You wrote right? the, you wrote the funniest thing on Twitter that I found that I loved. You wrote. <laughs> You wrote, say what you want, but I know more men who roll out of bed and attend a date with their rough draft face, Mm -hmm. which is also their final draft face. Mm -hmm. They put absolutely no effort into what they wear and somehow, three months later, end up in a long-term relationship. Please stop saying dating sucks. Exact mundo. It's so true. true. Bars. That is the, like, most brilliant, (laughs) the most brilliantly uh, captured uh, definition of what I see as, like, the exhaustion of like straight privilege yeah. and hearing about it all the time. Well, and Brent, you were going to say male straight well, privilege. I, I was pointing because yes. that no male <laughs> Once and again, female. in my own defense, that's why I think I thought you were straight because I read that first. Oh. And I remember thinking, oh, so again, right, right, right. I'm yeah. conf- uh, I don't confusing. Women. I don't think I don't think it's it's an offense. Like, I'm because women, straight women, are forced to put on the makeup and the dress and the thing. And you said in another tweet that if, if a woman showed up in sweatpants for a date, it wouldn't last very no, long. No, it would but, not. But yeah. gay guys, I think, do put on all airs of, of all colors. Yes, I absolutely. They, I, I do. They, it's a come here. They get it. You guys get it. Like, you, you just get it. And you put it's on not, your leopard print. <laughs> I put on my leopard print. Alec. I put on some stuff. I put on, yeah. I moisturize. I'm not here to drag straight men, even though that's what I do. But <laughs> sure. it's just like, you will never understand what it is to actually put effort into something all the time. Yeah. See, I wasn't... All know, the time. I even took that a step further. And what I got from it was the idea of... Um, it sort of makes me think of like The Bachelor, which mm. I don't even watch because I don't understand it. But me the, neither. The conceit being that 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 like it's so hard to, whether it's The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. It's like this world. I, I'm looking for the love of my life, and it's like it's so lame and and almost like easy. Where mm-hmm. I'm like, you think that like with Brent? Brent and I had a conversation recently where 
I was trying to get him to, you know, cut himself some slack because mm-hmm. it was just, it was like Tinder nightmares or whatever. Yeah. But I was like, as a gay guy, I was like, allow yourself the understanding that it's hard. I'm sorry. It's, it's just harder for, for us yeah. who have less options, yeah. less yes. visibility, X, Y, and Z. 4% the options. Right. Of, exactly. Yeah. So when you say. It's sit- 4% or But that tweet, that tweet just read to me as like yeah. the same thing. It's just like. I just find it exhausting. Rough draft face is so funny. Rough draft face. Well, it it comes to, because like everybody's always dragging the Kardashians and I get it. But it's also like, listen, we built that. That's what it is. Like like women have to care about the way they look. And then now we have this cookie cutter shape of like how women are supposed to look. And now it's oversaturated. So people are jumping on board. And like after you do plastic surgery once, it's kind of hard like not to keep doing it. And this is somebody who I've had breast implants twice and yeah I think that I'm not the most mentally stable person but at the time when I got them I was like this is what I'm doing this is what I want I know that I look great but I want to look better yeah and so I did it once and this and then I was like oh no something's wrong I don't like them I wanted it and then you just keep doing it and then you're kind of stuck oh, in that interesting and do so, you feel yeah. wait uh, do you mind me asking yeah. so you got you got you said you've done it twice so you yeah. got the first round and and you were like, I don't like it. So you were like, let me get another one. Yes. Oh, wow. It was yeah. like I went to the dealership and <laughs> I, I, I paid for a Maserati, but I came yeah. out with a Fiat. And I said, ah, this is not going to work. Yeah. Like well, after I got my boobs done and people were going to be like, oh, nobody would. It, it just it, it kind of looked like like how I was patting my bra the whole time. And I was like, I'm not. That's not what I'm here for. Right. Yeah. So, like, I mean, yeah. did you the second time? Did you go bigger? I got I got them bigger. Yeah. And Does that mean they take out and put more in? Yes, yes. Yeah. They, I we had saline. You can't but just add more. They don't in. stack No, no, no. You can't. <laughs> you can't take a little pump and just do this. No, you don't stack them. They're not cards, you fool. Uh, but no, but I, uh, I, I had saline, which is like water yeah. based. And then I got the cohesive gel because I was like, stop being so cheap. Just do it up. You know? Yeah. Splurge on yourself. You're investing, yeah. right? It's yeah. a spa day. It is. Yeah. Uh, self-care. So then I got that and they they were bigger and then they they got small again because I lost weight and Mm -hmm. it's just you're never going to be happy how do you feel now? Um, soon as I get booked on something honey I'm doing it again (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even I'm not even pretending you're going to get bigger? have you I'm going to go to Miami and get a real job you're like I am dying like literally in this life I'm dying to make money so that I can be sustainable sustainable but also get all the plastic Alan wants to look like Jocelyn Wildenstein really? I want it all if you're gonna do it, go all out. I go want it all. all out. I want it all. You want a documentary after <laughs> I do. you, right? I want to move my forehead. <laughs> yeah, I'm you know, here for it. Yeah. Here's something I'll say that I've always found a little strange. We, d- I think our culture, we do. We create these like the need and mm-hmm. the, the desire to pursue all these, you know, cosmetic mm-hmm. enhancements, so to speak. Yeah. And but we also all kind of revel when it goes wrong. Yes. There are yes. even shows yeah. botched. Botched. Yeah. There's shows about plastic surgery going wrong, yeah. and. Uh, not to say I'm a better person because I'm a monster, but I've always been really <laughs> bummed out by it. Because, like, even when you hear about the Ooh. people who do the crazy shit where yeah. they go to a, a motel and get, you know, their butt, rubber yeah. cement yeah. And it, it put into their butt, you're like, what are you thinking? But it's also like they just wanted to look better. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, and, why are you judging what, like, oh, wow, I would never do that. But look at your husband. He's wearing a windbreaker at 
Yeah. Your dinner, like yeah. no, with your parents, absolutely not. Yeah. Like, shut up! Everybody's making bad decisions, and everybody makes mistakes, and you, you can't always be so rational when you're in it. Mm-hmm. So, Does, do they hurt? Did that hurt? Do they? Hurt it did afterwards? hurt. It yeah. did hurt. And you know, they tried to give me all the drugs, and I was an addict at the time, but I wasn't like that type of addict. I, yeah. I, I felt like prescription drugs is is a lot of money. For the upkeep, for the maintenance. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do my, like, you know, bootleg coke. This (laughs) this is too much. So I I didn't even really do Percocets or anything. I was just like, I don't want to get on hooked on this so yeah. let me just ride it out and oh, it hurt I did it hurt. I had surgery a couple years ago and I ooh I used that Percocet ooh, it was good it was a yeah, good month good good yeah. good you, did you did all miss month? it? yeah, did you, yeah you I need took it. the whole bottle <laughs> really? yes yes you didn't offer me anything no. I did I gave you some maybe you did oh no <laughs> <laughs> what a good friend <laughs> I was like or he was being a good friend by not giving them <laughs> right. to you I did you know, what, you know what's crazy though I am it it, dis- it disappoints me to say this, but I just think pain pills are overrated. I've never mm. had crazy ones. Mm-hmm. I've never had like OxyContin, but I've had Percocets, and they just make me. They give me like three hours of like kind of nauseous, but feel pretty good, and then yes, like two hours where I I am really grumpy. I'm quote coming down. Down, yeah. One, mm. I'm coming down. I'm grumpy. I'm angry. That's and why you got to get out. high. Are you doing this at home? Is this at home? <laughs> Yeah, I'll like take yeah. a day. You know what I used to do? I used to take a Percocet and walk around the Met in New York. Oh, oh that sounds wow. like fun. I did that like once a month. You're so upscale. So upscale. Who are you? It's free there, though. Don't go too far. Oh, no, 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 no. That's why I would go. It's not Guggenheim. I would give my credit card for like two bucks and I would walk around for like six hours. You'd give your credit card for two dollars? Like my hands in the air for two dollars. I like how you still donated. Yeah, yeah, because you, I can't just walk by, but also, the, well, but bet, you can, but you can, yeah, <laughs> but you literally can. I bet the endowment of the Met is like ten billion dollars. Anyway, oh, yeah. 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 Anyway, just a question: Did you, um, like, uh, did when did when did you did when you came out? Was mm-hmm. that like at an intersection of like? different parts of your life or did it just feel like this is the time like i'm just curious how it unrolled for you again i said that i came out too late because Mm. like no one cared enough like everybody (laughs) everybody who would care had already passed away like my Mm. great aunt and great uncles and my grandmother like the people who would have like pressure on my shoulders were gone and then i had put on facebook that i was in a relationship with a woman or whatever and my mom called and was like it says here on Facebook and I was like blocked I'm blocking you, you blocked that's, too e- that's too easy no, her, I blocked her, my her mother Facebook. Yeah. I, blo- I was like you're blocked who is telling you this it was probably my sister or my brother everybody yeah. blocked yeah. I blo- and it was so simple <laughs> Yeah. you just blocked these people Yeah. that's it but, but you still talk to them right yeah, here and there yeah, sure. here and there but I, rem- I know like people who came out like 20 years ago and it literally felt like the end of the world yeah. and so that's why I'm saying it. Can't, I came out too late because it's just too casual it's boring now. it's like a walk yeah. in the park now yeah. yeah, it's not like I don't have that story like well it was a cold July <laughs> Thursday and right, I was yeah. having dinner with the mom and dad like yeah. that didn't happen I did a yeah. show in New York years ago I mean you guys did It Gets Better-ish but there was this show called It Gets Better or whatever and it was supposed to be about coming out stories mm-hmm. and I had to share mine and I was just like 
it was okay. Yeah. I basically was always out. People yeah. liked me. I was Did you tell them about the president. doll? Did you tell them about the Yes, the like, that was a big part of it, right. too. Uh, Alan yeah. lost his virginity to a Dennis Rodman <laughs> figure. No. Yeah. That's, That's our so favorite. romantic. I know, it is, isn't it? I'm jealous. And now, in a weird way, mm-hmm. I'm like an ambassador to North Korea. <laughs> well, Sydney, thank you so much for being here. Ah. Where can everybody find you? Uh, well, I'm on Twitter, which is a work in progress. Okay. Um, I just followed today. Yay! Um, it's just Sid BW. No, just Sid NYC. So J U S T S Y D N Y C. And then I'm on Instagrams. So that's where I'm doing that work work. Yeah, like where I give the people what they want. Okay, I'm great at pictures. <laughs> I'm like a picture book. It's great. Yeah. Uh, and it's just Sid BW. So that's J U S T S Y D B W. And then I have my podcast, The yes. Unofficial Expert, that's yeah, on Forever yeah. Dog. Please subscribe. Forever Dog. Thank you so yeah. much. Thanks for being here. We appreciate it. I loved it. This was great. Yay. You guys have heard us talk at nauseum about, you know, how difficult it is to 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 get fit, you know, be healthy. It's a lot easier said than done. That's why we love OpenFit. Uh, it's a new app. It brings the workout to you, so you lose the commute to the gym, and workouts have never been more fun and engaging. OpenFit takes all the complexity out of losing weight and getting fit. It's a brand new, super simple streaming service that allows you to work out from the comfort of your living room for as little as 10 minutes a day. Listen, everybody is different, especially mine. And OpenFit gets that, which is why it's personalized to your needs with with custom tailored original content. OpenFit classes are led by some of the most effective and engaging trainers in the world. These trainers know how to get you results quick, and I need them. Forget all the complexity and stress around getting fit and just press play and work out on your own schedule. You can view on your computer, web-enabled TV, tablet, smartphone, or Roku. Lose up to 15 pounds in just 30 days. Flatten your abs, shape your body, and look good and feel great. Guys, I used it. I loved it. Okay, I'm somebody who likes to lift weights. Testimony! <laughs> and I found that OpenFit actually showed not just what to do and had a really... uh, extensive library, but it showed how to do it, which is super important to me as somebody who's undergone some severe (laughs) injuries. Uh, And OpenFit is now not only changing the way you look, but as listeners of this podcast, you are being given a special extended 30-day free trial membership to OpenFit. When you text WORSE to 303030-303030, you will get full access to OpenFit, the workouts, and the nutritional information all for free. So just text WORSE to 303030 and get that body right. Squat! And another thing. Okay, so let's talk about And Another Thing, our, our final segment of the show. Jussie Smollett, who was obviously the actor from Empire. 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 Who, Empire? What did you say? What? Empire. Empire? Empire. Um, what am I, from Europe? <laughs> and uh, But yeah, everyone knows, obviously, he got caught uh, faking his own well, he's, hate. No, he's uh, been accused uh, of. He, yes, I mean, yes, we, there's yeah. no, we, sure. we haven't seen the proof yet. Alleged. Yeah, we aren't the Washington Post, but yes, we can also say is uh, he has allegedly yes. been uh, 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 staged his own uh, hate crime attack in order to receive more allegedly money. more money. Allegedly, so that's yeah. that's what kind of blew me away. I that's what doesn't track to me. I mean, there's a lot that doesn't track about this, but w- the primary motivation, from what I've read, is that he wanted more money uh, on the show, 
And I don't understand how being attacked would have gotten him. Oh, he would have gotten a public sympathy and it would have been more PR and it would have made him more of a valuable asset to the show rather than someone who could could have a smaller storyline. I I mean, I personally was like horrified when I initially saw the news and heard about what had happened to him. Yeah, you were really upset. Yeah, I just found it very upsetting. I thought it was just really scary, as I think a lot of people did and, you know, sort of wished him wished him well. And uh, I think like most people or I think like I think like a lot of gay people, we kind of there was a hint of something askew, you know, as thing as the media started covering it and it felt like there were just minor holes in the story. The media seemed to cover it without pointing a finger of blame. There was just like hints of stuff that was like, I don't know, you know, and did you see that interview he gave uh, to Robin Roberts? To Robin Roberts where yeah. I think the quote was. Uh, that I will never not be the person that this happened to, mm, which yeah. is just such a weird thing. To it doesn't make sense. From yeah. the very beginning, I was suspicious about this whole thing. Really, and, I, and I'll tell yeah, you why. why? I'll tell know. you why. Um, I remember talking with Michael, being like, "I've always hated that dude," and I know, <laughs> like, I know something's up. And, and why, well, why I hated hate him, him yeah. was because when Empire first started, he played a gay character on the show, but he was closeted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, publicly and there was all these rumors about him being gay and then there was this highly advertised interview with Ellen DeGeneres where he was gonna come out Mm -hmm. on Ellen DeGeneres Mm -hmm. basically and he gave the interview and he never came out during the whole interview and it was a really awkward weird interview and you and I sympathized with them but I also was like Bitch, you are eating up this attention. This is yeah, all about that attention. Yeah. And then he wanted to then have another chat with <gasps> Ellen. No. Backstage. So they brought the cameras backstage. This is not the Oprah show. This is Ellen. She like <laughs> she throws water at people. You know what I mean? Like this is not a special moment with Ellen. But Ellen comes backstage and they sit on the couch and her arms around him. And he even then still doesn't come out of the closet. What? But he talks about being like, you know, I think we should just all be like each other's like be able to be who we want to be all this shit and it's basically he's going it's all about love man yeah and he's saying every other way of not saying I'm gay and I'm like you are a piece of shit in it for the attention all the fucking time go back and watch those two clips of him on Ellen and you'll see why from the very beginning I always was like and actually that's why I stopped watching Empire too was Mm. I was so put off by this person and because uh, I, I liked the first season of Empire, but then he just kind of irked me. And what That's did really what about the story made you think that there were holes in it? It wasn't so much the story. I didn't I, I didn't think much of the story. I mean, I felt I did feel bad for him. Yeah. You know, when the news came out, but I also am, I work in news. You know, like I I I've, I've I've worked in news for years. I understand that the stories often change, and when news comes in of details of things, there are oftentimes many things left out. Like, it's really suspicious why there isn't a police report from the very beginning. Why are we getting this before a police report? It's really suspicious when there's no footage in a city like Chicago that is has one of the highest gun rates yeah. in, the, in the country, and every single corner of that city is Photographed and yeah. videotaped. Yeah. Every single fucking building in that area of town has security cameras. It's like the most Why videotaped is there... Exactly. City. And so uh, there are all these things. And I find that, uh, like, public, we are very quick to uh, push around something and create a narrative of this is an attack because of Trump's America and all these things. And I'm not, I'm not going to say that's good or bad in one way or the other, but I do think coming from a news perspective— 
you have to question the source of where things are coming from and how many people in that story, how much you can verify. Mm-hmm. He made and, everything. S- <clears throat> he. It's not only that he made, that he allegedly lied and and made this whole thing up and orchestrated it, but he did so really poorly. Yeah, like only a dummy would. Yeah, write a check. Writing a check, and the guys were extras on Empire, and one was his <laughs> trainer. Like. It was like he. I, well, I don't apparently know. the check panned out. The check was for right, right, thirty five hundred dollars for physical, like him being them <laughs> for, training for a mu- him and, or a music video. Like, yeah. Anyway, the point being that it's like, how can you make such a? How can somebody be so uh, 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 vain, vain and depraved, and then also be so stupid? And so my my takeaway and is ignorant, ignorant to the history of what lynching is in this country ignorant to the history and the weight of what hate crimes are in the age mm-hmm. of Trump and and the impact that will have, especially if, I mean, if he got caught, which he did, um, allegedly, of if he is, if it all pans to be true, it, that says, that's a horrible statement. Because also they poured yeah. so much money into the investigation in Chicago, yeah. which I think the police department then came out and was Resources like, Resources are wasted, already tapped in Chicago. Right, you wasted so much of our time and our money. Yeah. Um, I will say this, and this is something I knew it was going to happen. Uh, and I know, yes, we are, we can technically still say allegedly, obviously. There's been yeah. no, there's there's been no, no trial. No trial. Yeah. But I, I knew it was going to happen that people were going to come out in his defense. Mm. And I just. It just drives justice me. for Jesse. It drives right. I, I'm waiting for the hashtag. It's like justice for Jesse. I mean, I don't want to compare him to Michael Jackson, but it is all like with Leaving Neverland, with people who are so adamantly in support of Michael Jackson that they are completely ignore all the evidence that's in front of them because right. they're so passionately insurmountable in evidence. I, I exactly. Have, and I have a question for you guys. Do you think, since you're like murder, true crime experts, whatever, mm. do you think that he's a sociopath? Or right. something else. Oh, well, that's, I, I mean, we use that word. He's just a dumbass actor. He's a actor. dumbass, He's vain so actor. Dumb. And we use words like that way too loosely. I don't know anything about that stuff. I yeah. truly don't. So I'm like, is that what a sociopath it's is? It's like people being like, you know, why isn't Trump impeached yet? It's like, no. well, do the research. Google right. Google the Wait. process of government. Um, like, right. it's, Speaking of, it's not. But yeah. also, in, in, in just in regards to the Ellen thing, yeah. I never liked him, not because of Empire, but because I remember he co-hosted The View for a day. Oh, yeah? And he was so annoying. Okay. In, and he was like, he's like buddies with Raven Simone. So they both have that child actor thing where they're always on and they're always looking for attention. Yeah. But even with their own inside jokes. And I was like, I hate you. I, I just hate you so much. <laughs> That's how I felt with Ellen. Yeah. I, yeah. I still think he's hot, but 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 I don't not think he's in a hot. Not in a crazy way. He's definitely no. not unattractive. I no. think Terrence Howard is hot, though, but only because he has a small penis. Hmm. What? There's something about him being so forceful and like, and yeah, he's probably abused people. I think he's been accused of that. But yeah. he's like so forceful and like manly, but he has a really tiny penis. He also has a strangely high voice. Does he? Very strangely high speaking voice. It's well, all in his nose. He has a small penis. You should Google it. I've seen it. Yeah. What would your aunt say? Brent, what would your aunt say about something we spoke about on today's episode? I eat a Chick-fil-A and I love it. <laughs> My Aunt Joanne would say, I would never eat a Chick-fil-A. It's not kosher. It's not kosher. I'm Jewish. That's the joke. <laughs> My, the joke is that she's very Jewish. My Aunt Anne also would talk about Chick-fil-A. She would say, they might hate the gays, but I love the waffle fries. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for listening. I'm Elliot Glazer. I'm Brent Sullivan. And I'm H. Allen Scott.
Rolling with the homies. <laughs> a, podca- <clears throat> a podcast network. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts.